You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. Big news on the coaching front. As far as the Browns are concerned, Bubba Ventrone is your new assistant head coach, and he is also the special teams coordinator. Daryl, your initial thoughts, your reaction. I saw a parade in the street today. I think people were very excited about this. Yeah, I mean, good hire uh, by the Browns. Uh, Bubba Ventrone, of course, uh, former Brown himself, special team standout between 2009 and, and 2012, spent four seasons uh, playing for the Browns. Um, one of the better special teams coordinators in the NFL, the Colts uh, unit, one of the better units. They were top 10 for the five years while with Indianapolis, so I think it's a solid hire. What makes him different? What made him stand out? And do you think he's the reason that they felt they could let Mike Prefer go because they felt like they could get him? Yeah, that I, I think that that was the whole impetus behind this. Um, you know, They had to go through the process, obviously, of interviewing other candidates, but they knocked them all out in one day, and, I mean, it literally took three days to do all this. So um, I, I think he was the target all along, and uh, he comes back to Cleveland, and now he's charged with uh, turning uh, this special teams unit around that, quite frankly, wasn't very good under Mike Prefer. When they make him the assistant head coach, what does that mean, and does that mean he has more power than Prefer had, or does this mean that Kevin Stefanski put himself in a position to have more help, especially on defense. You know, it's not like, you know, Kevin's calling the plays. He's got to worry about the next play. He's got to worry about how to get the offense set. He's got to, It's a lot of offensive-based stuff on game day. I'm sure during the week it's a little bit different. Does this give him the opportunity to have somebody else be his right-hand man because he's the assistant head coach, or is that just something they had to do in title to make sure they could get him out of Indianapolis? Yeah, I think a little bit of both. Okay. Um, I, you know, the Browns have give out these – annoyingly long titles to people. We've had this conversation. I think it's just stupid, but they do it. Um, you know, Andrew Barry's the executive vice president of football operations and GM. They can't just call him the GM. Um, but in this case, uh, making him the assistant head coach, and uh, we saw the Washington commanders do the same thing with Eric Bieniemy. 
He is the assistant head coach slash offensive coordinator. So pretty much the same thing here. Um, and, you know, Ventrone will step in and be the, the head coach if needed if, uh, you know, Kevin Stefanski isn't available. We saw it in 2020 when, uh, you know, Stefanski had a mispractice uh, or two because of COVID. You know, Prefer ran the practice in his absence. And then obviously that playoff game in Pittsburgh, Stefanski wasn't available and, you know, Prefer ran things. So, uh, you know, Prefer just didn't have the title of being the assistant head coach, but now Ventrone has that. So technically it's, it's, it's a, uh, a bump up move. Um, I I think that there are some that think that someday that uh, Ventrone could be a head coach someday. Um, So I guess maybe this title gets him a step closer to that. I'm I'm just I'm trying to remember. I mean, he was pretty active when he was on special teams with the Browns. I mean, he's a he, he's a uh, high energy. He was a high energy player, and from highlights, I guess you could say he's a high energy coach too. Like this is a guy that's not going to be scared to get in people's faces when they make a mistake. Is that correct? In what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I would think so. Is that what we need, though? That's the question. I mean, and there are a lot of questions. You not why did you not watch the Browns last year? Well, I'm just saying. You know, we can talk about that and say. We think they need it, but there's a level of um, professionalism, I guess, or something like that, that maybe or decorum as far as the way players are treated today compared to where they were, you know, on the anniversary of Bobby Knight throwing his chair, you know, like those days seem to be really far gone. And with the exception of what maybe is going on in Detroit, I don't know that we see a lot of yellers or screamers on the sidelines. In fact, you know, we you sometimes laugh about the way Kevin just has no emotion on the sidelines and he just keeps the chart in front of his face. It, does that play in today's NFL? Well, I don't know that he's a yeller and screamer. I mean, I don't know his coaching style, but um, high energy is what I would just from what I've seen him and the way he played that way. I mean, you know, he uh, when his name first came up, you know, you think about the Pittsburgh tie for him because he's from Pittsburgh. It's hard not to think of Bill Cowher, same kind of thing. Like Bill was a high energy special teams player when he played for the Browns, and you saw that same kind of energy when he became a head coach. And I think that that's probably – I mean, I don't know. You'll know better than I will, and I'll know better after we watch these guys at training camp. But doesn't it seem like uh, Bubba's got a little bit of that intensity to him? Well, so does uh, Jim Schwartz. True. Yeah, good point. So, you know, I I, I think that the message being sent this offseason is pretty apparent when you look at the the, the – type of guys that were hired and uh, those that were replaced. I think that's the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, The bigger question then, too, when you look at this is, and and we kind of touched on this on the last podcast, was the whole notion of having to flip two-thirds of your coordinators in the offseason to make this team better where, you know, like we were talking to Chris Rose yesterday, and the difference between 10 and 7 wins in the NFL – while it seems like an eternity when you're stuck on the seven side, sometimes it's a lucky break here or it's a, a good play that you had to make at, at a certain time that this team has struggled at getting to being a 10-win team compared to a seven-win team. I'm just wondering, you know, when you look at it and you look at the grand scheme of things, how much of a mistake was it for the coordinators that were in here before or was it just a matter of time before they knew they needed to make a change? And, you know, we see that more on the defense. I, I, I can't Like, I can't get all riled up about a new – special teams coach I think those guys are in a weird spot to start with it's not like you know your top priority when you're going into the draft you're looking at guys that can do whatever they can to to be a part of the offense or the defense and special teams is an afterthought unless you're a kicker or a long snapper or a, or a punter 
So I, I just I look at it in some ways and try to figure out where this team's going, and I wonder how close they are, and are these changes enough to put them over, especially when it comes to coaching and coaching style? Well, I mean, that's the expectation, right? I mean, there, there aren't going to be any more excuses because um, there's no one else to replace but the head coach. So um, I think it's fair to expect that the defense is going to be better, that the special teams is going to perform better. Um, you, the Browns just really weren't good in either one of those phases, right? I, I mean, you, you look at the special teams last year for the Browns. Um, they needed to use four punt returners, uh, less than 10 yards per return. They had to use five kickoff returners, around 22, 23 yards per return this past season. Um, you know, the, the, the metrics or whatever, they were – I don't know, 18th, 19th overall. Uh, you look at the Colts and, you know, almost 28 yards a kickoff return this past season, around nine yards per punt return this past season. They limited kickoff returns to around 23 yards and, and gave up less than eight yards per punt return. So, I mean, if the Browns special teams unit can put out those kind of numbers uh, next year, in addition to maybe some of the, the, the fundamental stuff right the inability to fall on an onside kick you know just attention to detail um i think that they're going to be better uh you know field position is going to be better put the offense in better spots put the defense in better spots so i I think that that's why there's reason to be uh i guess optimistic you know by bringing ventrone in and, you know, making making the change that Stefanski ultimately decided to do six weeks after the season was over. Well, you know, one of the weapons they didn't have last year that I'm sure Mike Prefer had high hopes for was Jakeem Grant to be able to, you know, run back kicks and maybe even play a little bit of wide receiver. I mean, he was, he was a very, very good wide receiver at Texas Tech, and I wonder if he was in the Browns' plans at all to catch a couple passes. But um, what's the status on him for next year? What do you think about Jakeem Grant, and could he have an impact on the team next season? Oh, I'm looking up his contract right now. Right, I think he's got two years left on it. Um, yeah, he does. Okay, it was a three-year deal last year. Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully he, you know, recovers, and we'll see. I mean, you know, you're coming off injury, so it's, you know, it, it's hard to tell. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, got three years or two years left, and. No, you'll see. I mean, that that injury was obviously, you know, pretty ha- – ended up having pretty big impact, right? Because you, yeah. you lost your Pro Bowl returner that you had signed to come in and give you something that just, quite frankly, you didn't have. Um, and then it took you until December to figure out that Donovan Peoples-Jones and Jerome Ford, you know, could return punts and kicks. So, um yeah, I, I, I would go in with cautious optimism, but, uh, you know, to be determined how he, you know, responds coming off that injury. Fair enough. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. A little bit of quarterback talk when we return. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. You know how to do that at game day CLE on both Twitter and Instagram. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. 
from the launcher online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launcher online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast it's always game day in cleveland daryl Ryder, andy baskin reminder mobile sports betting finally legal in the state of ohio betql here to help you make the most informed bets possible see all the today's winners by heading to betql.com or downloading the betql app claim your free three-day trial today Head to BeckQL.com slash news slash 9823thefan for exclusive sportsbook offers. All right, Daryl, let's talk about a couple quarterbacks. One that really affects the uh, AFC North. We'll talk about Lamar Jackson in a second. But how about Aaron Rodgers? What do you think? I mean, he spent a couple days in the darkness cave. It's really like I think his mind is probably clear right now. He's going to come back and say, hey, I want that $60 million from the Packers. Or he's going to say he's going to retire. Talk about him going to the Jets. It is fun to talk about Aaron Rodgers. I mean – it's weird though that he went into like a, I mean, I, a darkness retreat. Maybe it's not weave. It's a place called Sky Cave, uh, in Southern Oregon, and all he had in there was a room, a yoga mat, uh, and they would bring him his food. He also had a bathroom as in there as well. Um, the story doesn't surprise me at all about him uh, about trying to. Do yeah, he's something. just a weird dude. Yeah, I mean, but I, I, I don't, his story and you know his impact on the NFL. Everyone's talking about this stuff today. I mean, it's still kind of fun. Well, uh, if you read the stuff coming out of Green Bay, they can't wait to get rid of him. 
So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That says a lot that, like, they pretty much don't like him and they can't ri- wait to get rid of him. So, I guess good luck to whoever brings him in uh, and wherever he ends up, whether that's the Jets or somewhere else. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've been reading some of the stuff coming out of Green Bay and the folks that cover the team up there, and it looks like the Packers just are anxious to wash their hands uh, of him and uh, kind of go young at the position. I, I, I don't have any I, – I, I don't get the darkness, like I said – He's just a weird dude. He said a lot of really weird stuff over the years. Uh, we remember the whole uh, the lying about the vaccine stuff, uh, you know, taking the vaccine and him trying to parse words over whether or not he truly lied about it and, and, and stuff like that. So um, I will say this. I'm glad that the Browns aren't in the running to potentially <laughs> consider bringing him here. We already have our headache. His name is Deshaun Watson. <sighs> Thanks, Daryl. I'm just saying. I know. Right? I know. I know. Right? I, I, where do you think he fits, though? Where Can you see I, him going to New York? Can you see him playing for the Jets? Yeah. I mean, the Jets are desperate, so yeah, I can. I Look, I just want Derek Carr to end up in New Orleans. That That's that's all I care about when it comes to quarterbacks this offseason. I need the Saints to get Derek Carr. And then I don't care where anyone else goes. Like, uh, Or, uh, I mean, maybe if the Saints trade for Lamar Jackson, which I don't think would happen. But, um, yeah, I, I, I could see the Jets going the Aaron Rodgers route. And then I could see that being a disaster. Because I just, I don't know, I just feel like when the Jets make splashes, it just blows up in their face all the time, right? Right. Um, so (laughs) I don't know. I I've uh, having covered many a dumpster fire, uh, uh, with the Browns being the, being the dumpster fire over the years. Like I've come to appreciate, uh, now that, you know, since Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski have come in, like they've taken the fire hoses to the dumpster. It right. It's not burning. It it is. It's smoldering. Yeah. It's not as intense as it used to be with these guys here. And so I've kind of come to appreciate dumpster fires around the NFL and watching them from afar. And I totally get now why everyone around the NFL used to really enjoy making fun of the Browns and them being the dumpster fire of the league. It's actually kind of fun to do, to make fun of another team from afar that's just a complete mess and then, uh, you know, feel pity for the folks that actually have to be in the middle and cover all of it. But, um, yeah, I just – I. I, I know they had the offensive and the defensive rookies of the year. I just, I, I don't know. It, it just never seems to feel like the Jets can kind of get their house in order. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like absolutely. I see it. Yeah. I, I, so I, it'll be a, it would be a splashy move, right? Whoever gets Aaron Rodgers, it's going to be a splashy move. I, I just, I don't know how much substance is going to be behind be, substance and success is going to be behind that move. If that makes sense. No, you know it totally makes like, sense. So I, you know, it'd be fun to talk about wherever he goes, but yeah, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I, I, I just, yeah, I, no, I I'm hear not, you. I'm not I like, I don't think he's going to go somewhere and just completely transform. Like, I, I don't think it's like Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers and then bang, they win the Super Bowl. All right, let me get let me get to another quarterback that affects us when it comes to the AFC North, and that's Lamar Jackson. And this is a weird deal. Like, I think he's going to get franchise tagged. Is that what you think is going to happen? Yeah, yeah, they, I, they have to. Well, I, but they, you can't he, just he, let him walk away. Well, I mean, he could if sit they don't though, fran- too, I right? Mean, if they don't franchise tag him, he can walk, he he becomes free agent. So 
They got. They have to. They, they don't have a choice. They got to fr- either that or trade them. Like, so yeah. Would you sit fr- if you were him though? You could sit out, right? Just not show and not take the cash. Is it wrong that the smart Alec in me immediately yes. says he already sat? True. <laughs> last year, he was hurt. I know. I just I can't help myself sometimes. Totally kidding. I mean, he wants the extension. I don't think yeah. there's any question. He, he, wants, he wants the extension. Be, I think he want, he'd like to stay as they try to, to work out the deals, but it just doesn't I, – I wonder if the franchise tag is just going to aggravate him to the point – like, if you're a quarterback like him, you can't afford to sit out for a year. you got to play. Yeah. Yeah, just ask Deshaun Watson. So, uh, Jeremy Fowler from ESPN said that Jackson had a counteroffer to the team's last year's contract that was uh, – fully guaranteed contract that would exceed the contract of Deshaun Watson signing with the Browns talking about the Browns five-year deal being worth two thirty, um, and most of it guaranteed. And the, the reg, uh, the Ravens, again, according to ESPN, the Ravens were balking, balking at a guaranteed, uh, to guarantee his full deal. They offered him five years, 250 million in September. That included 133 million, but he turned that down. I, I'd I love him. to see him end up somewhere else. I just don't see it. I, I don't blame him. I, I don't blame him for turning it down. Sorry. Um, he's got a league MVP in the trophy case. Uh, he's uh, gotten the Ravens to the playoffs. Um, I totally understand where he's coming from. So it, it And he hasn't been accused of any impropriety off the field. Right. So why should he not get an equal or better contract. Like I, I, you know, as intriguing as that situation is to watch, it's going to be intriguing to see how the Joe Burrow contract extension with the Cincinnati Bengals plays out. How because, does that play out? That's a great point, Daryl. Yeah. I, because the Bengals are going to pay him. I, I don't think that that's a question, Andy. Right. right. Um, and while he doesn't have a league MVP, he's got even better. He's taking him to a Super Bowl and in, in a conference championship game. So, uh, you know, where does his contract start? 300 million. You know, like, so um, I I get where Lamar's coming from. And I I think that because he has elected not to uh, have an agent do his negotiating for him, you know, you'd think it'd make negotiation a little more easier, right? Because you're not having a middleman. You don't have to check with anyone. It's, you know, hey, here's our offer, Lamar, yay or nay. And, Every time they put an offer in front of him, he says no, and I want it fully guaranteed, just like Deshaun Watson. I, I get why he's doing what he's doing. And listen, um, from a players' association standpoint, the you know the rest of the league has to like it because for the volume of money that's now involved in the NFL, the fact that some of these contracts are not fully guaranteed, like you've got guys. Look at the Tennessee Titans, all the guys they dumped this week, right? And and the salaries involved, it, it it's it's like the contracts are a myth, just like the salary cap is a myth, right? Once the guaranteed money is paid, right, which is typically signing bonus and you know however many years into that deal that were guaranteed, right? Once that's paid, then then you have the outs. I mean, it's what Andrew Berry does with his contracts, with the exception of Deshaun Watson, um, is. You know, he usually gets that out in contracts after year two, the the long-term contracts. Get the guaranteed money up front, take the cap hit, you, you, know, it, it, you know, and and give yourself an opportunity to get out of contracts in case guys don't work out. 
Um, Daryl, it, so. it, it is interesting that you brought up the Titans because I want to talk about them in the next segment. So um, there's a guy out there, the Titans put out there, would you be interested in him? I'll tell you his name when we come back. It is always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you like what you're listening to, just like us. Like us. Follow us. We'd love to have you on board. It's always game day in Cleveland. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder, and I'm Andy Baskin. Okay, last segment you talked about the cuts that they had to make in Tennessee, and, of course, Taylor Lewan is one of those guys, the, the left tackle. What's going on here with left tackle? Because they're, they're, they're going to give uh, – they're going to pick up the option on Jed Wills. They're they are the going they, to pick up the option on Jed Wills. Yeah, they're, they're not, they're not going to be in, in the market for Taylor Lewan. Why, though? Why, why wouldn't you even contemplate that? Because Andrew Berry drafted – Jedrick Wills. And that's it? That's the end-all be-all, right? Yep. Yep. I, what, what, have I, what have I been saying for months, Andy? That's the end-all be-all. If you're no, drafted, the you're... best job security in the city of Cleveland is to be drafted by Andrew Barry. Like, I, I just think you got to kick the idea around, Wills. I get right? it. But I, they're, they're gonna, they are going to pick up that fourth, uh, that fifth-year option worth a little over $14.5 million. If this was a year from now, let's just say he was out of his last year of his contract, would this be a more viable conversation? No, because once you pick up the option, it's guaranteed. But I'm just saying for one year. A year from now, though, right? The option's only for one year, right? But but my point is is that year gets played in 2024. Right. Here's what I'm saying. that if We're a year from now, so fast forward, my friend. Say we're at the end of the contract. You have – no, you're not at the end of the contract. That's the point you're missing. Okay, hit me. He's – the option that they're picking up is for 2024. Oh. So he this is year four right. this year, 2023. Year I got is, it. Is season four. Next year is yep. year five. So it, it it's unfortunately I, – I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. Look, I, I think Taylor Lewan's a better player. 
don't don't disagree with you. But I I just we're kind of locked in a box on this one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, unless they traded him, I, I mean, what else could you do? You could sign him and trade him, right? Well, but who else I mean, wants you, you him? Could, I mean, well, you could just trade him this year, you know, decline the option and and trade him, and then you know. But yeah, All right, so the, I, I just I, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, Lu- yeah Luan's I, a better player. I, I there's no, there's yeah. no question about it. it. But I just they I just feel like they're committed to Jed Wills, I mean, and as as someone told me uh, this off season. Because I look, I, I've been critical of Jed. Um, I, I think he's a nice guy. He's a nice player, but I just don't think he's that good. Um, and I was told that uh, the Browns think he played pretty well last year. So, Daryl, I, I want to go back to the cap space stuff just for a second with the Browns. And you know, we were talking about Deshaun Watson before, and there's been a lot of stories. You know, I, I like it didn't hit me until we were talking about it that he's 22 percent of the team's cap space. Uh-huh. Which is a record. Yeah. And then you take Miles Garrett and Murray Cooper, and now you're up to 43%. Now, I've heard you say it before. I've heard other people say, don't worry about it. Don't worry about the cap space. They'll get around this thing. But I, first of all, just uh, let's touch on that. 22% of the team's cap space. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot, but they they can restructure. Um, it's in, you know, you bring up Amari Cooper. He's got one after this year. He's he's under contract for twenty twenty four. His base salaries both years are uh, twenty million dollars. Okay, he uh, Cooper is a straight twenty million. Uh, um, uh, twenty three. He's twenty three point seven and change on the cap this year as well as next year uh dead cap this year is like 15 next year it's 11 um i think that there's some things they can do there to uh you know restructure and um extend you know, like with those voidable years, because I think there's voidable years on this as well. I'm pulling up his uh, SPO track right now. Um, and I think according to this, he has two, because he has no base salary listed for 25 and 26, but there are uh, number breakdowns in the uh, in the restructure and the cap hits. So I think he has like two voidable years on the back end of his contract. I think that that's how uh, Dallas did his uh, extension. But because um, it was a five-year, $100 million contract, $60 million of that was guaranteed when he originally signed that. Um, so I think you can restructure his contract to lower his number, uh, his cap number. Miles Garrett, maybe you do a little restructure there because the top four cap hits, to your point, are Deshaun, Miles, Amari, and Wyatt Teller. Then it goes Nick Chubb, Joel Batonio, and then John Johnson the third. And I think John Johnson the uh, third could become a post June one cut, just on straight uh, to try and save cap space, right? Um, but those are the restructures that I think that you do, uh, to get yourself under your cap. Cause right now they are, um, I think they are round 
12 to 14 million over the current over the I should say over the 2023 salary cap and they have until 359.59 on March 15th to get under the cap and be in compliance so they're that's what's probably going to happen next week in Combine is this is what Andrew Berry is going to be working on. While the scouts are doing their job, Andrew Berry is going to be talking to agents to try and get some of these contracts restructured as well as setting himself up for free agency in that legal tampering period. All right, two things. When do we officially get to say goodbye to Kareem Hunt? Uh, officially. Uh, Start of the new year? Yeah, newly. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, a free, he's, a, yeah, he's an unrestricted free agent. So, yeah. He I gone. Mean, they could still negotiate with him right now if they wanted to, but they're not. They're not. Kareem no. Hunt's gone. Yeah, I know. I'm just making sure. Just uh, you know, crossing my he eyes. gone. Crossing anybody else? Off uh, top of as far as guys that are just going to be gone. Yeah. Uh, oh, tough one! I stumped you today. Stumped Daryl Ryder day right here on It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. Uh, I was trying to think off the top of my head too, so yeah. I stumped myself. Like what their what their free agents are gonna be? Um, well, let, let me change gears one because I had one other thing I want to talk. There to you about go. Today. Here's your uh, free agents. I'm I'm scrolling down here. So Anthony Walker's off the books. Jacoby Brissett is off the books. Jadavian Clowney is off the books. Taven Bryan, Chris Hubbard, um, uh, Greedy Williams, I think, comes off as well. To Ernest Johnson, he remember Ernest was a restricted free agent last year. Hey, can you do me a favor? Are any of those guys in for next year? Ethan Posick, they got. I think they got to bring back Ethan. Okay, Ethan, they absolutely need to bring him back. Chase Winovich, uh, be uh, unrestricted. Sione Taki Taki might want to bring him back. You saw a lot of development from him last year. Um, he's unrestricted. And then their uh, restricted free agents are Michael Dunn and Chris Odom. Uh, A.J. Green is their rights, uh, re- exclusive rights restricted free agent, so they'll, they'll keep him. That means he just isn't going anywhere. Um, so, yeah, those are, those are the really big ones that I think that people need to concern themselves with. Or, uh, Clowney's gone. Nuke the Bridge is out. Right. On his way out. Kareem is gone. Jacoby is gone. Anthony Walker, potentially bring him back. Uh, I'll just mention Taven Bryan, you know, Greedy Williams. Do they bring him back or do they let him walk? Uh, Ronnie Harrison, hmm. to Ernest Johnson. So you know these are familiar names. Uh, I mentioned Posick, um, uh, Chase Winovich and uh, yeah, Taki Taki. So they, I mean, they've they've got some internal discussions that they have to have. Um, but like I said, first and foremost, Andrew Barry's got to got to do the financial wizardry with the uh, the salary cap to get the Browns in compliance, so he has the room necessary to uh, to make some other moves. And one quick thirty second topic here with the fact that they hired Bubba Ventrone, what does that leave us left? The quarterback coach they need to hire, quarterback coach, DL, and defensive line coach. Yeah, and then yeah, that's it. I was I don't know why I thought they needed a DB coach too, but uh, because they hired the defense coordinator from uh, Utah State. Oh, that's right, they hired yet, that, but yep. that's. I'm considering him the DB coach, even though he's going to be coming in as the safeties coach. Right. I mean, when well, in, in NFL thing. world, when you talk about DBs, DBs are considered cornerbacks and safeties. So 
I'm going to consider him the DB's coach just for the, you know, as far as like, you know, replacing, uh, you know, staff members that moved on. And, you know, since Jeff Howard was the pass game coordinator slash secondary coach, yeah, I'm going to say that uh, he has uh, been replaced. So that leaves defensive line, Chris Kiffin. And uh, Drew Petzing, uh, quarterbacks coach, uh, who now, of course, is the offensive coordinator of the Arizona Cardinals. So they got two coaching staff openings that they'll have to fill. Well done, my friend. Well done for our producer, Meredith Kane. It's always game day in Cleveland. We'll drop twice again next week to give you the latest on what's going on with the Browns. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up on social media, meaning Instagram or Twitter at Game Day CLE. It's always game day in Cleveland.